This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. My name's Jeff Woods. I'm the vice president here at the One Thing team. I want you to imagine your life at rock bottom. Imagine suddenly you wake up in a world where for years you've had your best friend, your partner, or for those of you who are married, your husband or your wife by your side. Suddenly you wake up one day, they're no longer with you because they passed away. And not only that, when you look in the mirror, you realize for the last several decades, you've acquired a series of really bad habits. Habits that, if go unchanged, could lead to catastrophe in your health. Unfortunately, this was a reality for one of you. This woman is someone who has been a part of our community for over a year now, and this was her reality. Uh, She was going through life, and suddenly her husband passed away. She wakes up realizing that over the last several decades, she has formed a series of negative habits when it comes to her eating and exercise. She knew that she needed to make a change, but she wasn't sure how to. Our conversation today is going to be a case study of what happens when you get really clear on the fact that you have to make a change in your life, and you do so by surrounding yourself with the right group of people and by taking a really big scary goal and breaking it down into a simple daily action that you hope to make a habit. For some context, you are going to hear us talking a lot about her experience being a founding member of our Time Blocking Mastery course. When I first came on board, I was asked to do something that could create tremendous value for our fans. And when we surveyed them, People said, we know time blocking is the act of scheduling appointments with yourself to do your most important work, but we haven't been able to make it a habit that we do every single day consistently. And instead of just creating a solution, we actually pre-sold this course, limited it to 100 people who applied to become founding members. And then we worked closely with those founding members every single week to really understand what you would wrestle with over 66 days while you formed a power habit that could stick. And we customized the masterclass to the experience of working with these people. Now, I share this with you because the point of this episode is not to enroll you in Time Blocking Mastery. I just want to give you the context of why Peggy and we are going to continue to talk about it in the context of Time Blocking Mastery. But for you, even if you are not in Time Blocking Mastery, this 100% is still applicable because you know there is something in your life that you need to change. But change is hard. Change is really hard. And sometimes we make change really quickly, but we never stick with it consistently. Perfect example. Think of the New Year's resolutions that you've set for yourself for this year. Are you really making progress on those the way that you thought you would? If so, awesome. But for many people, the answer's probably no. And there's a few reasons for that that we are going to cover in the episode. And the first is because oftentimes we struggle to identify where we need to start. We struggle to choose the right one thing. And then once we choose our one thing, there's usually something that most of us fail to do that is vital to keeping the momentum going. And finally, there's a sense of fear of what will happen if we talk about our goals, talk about how we want to make that progress, 
and we fail. And that's exactly what we're going to be covering in today's case study with Peggy Delano. Eating healthy is an investment. It's an investment in yourself, but it also often requires an investment of your time. But good news is Factor has delicious ready-to-eat meals that are ever fresh and never frozen. They're chef-created, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. With Factor, you can choose from a weekly menu of up to 35 options, including popular things like Calorie Smart or Keto Direction or Protein Plus or Vegan and Veggie. Also discover 60 more add-ons every week like Breakfast on the Go, lunch snacks, beverages to help you stay fueled, feel good all day. And we know our listeners here at The One Thing are focused on health and health goals. That's why we choose to partner with Factor. And if you visit factormeals.com slash 150 and use code 150, you can get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Again, that's factormeals.com slash ONE50 and use code ONE50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Where were you and where did you need help most at the time? Where was your focus? My focus was was trying to focus on business. And what I realized was until I focused on myself and got myself in a healthy situation, eating right, following a routine, I wasn't really good to anybody else. When did you have that realization though? Four weeks into the time blocking. Okay, so let's go back to even before the course. So you're focusing on business, right? Yeah. What was your goal? Where did you need help? I needed to figure out coming into a brand new market center, doing a launch the first year. There's so many things that you have to do. You've got staff, you've got number one priority is recruiting and then getting into relationships with the agents and working a lot more than just nine to five. And I felt I was exhausted and I was, you know, that three o'clock, kind of fall thing. So I was trying to focus on everything. And that's why I sent my letter in for the one thing. Also, I'd lost my husband the year before. My world was upside down. I had just moved to California and I was a mess. So when this one thing, time blocking mastery came, I raised my hand and said, I don't care what the cost is. I need to do something and change my life. Otherwise, how am I going to be good for anybody else? Before you got into the course and you're applying and we, you end up finding that you got approved to be one of, the, of our founding members, what did you hope to accomplish going through the course? Really to become focused. I, I hope to figure out what my one thing was. And I wanted to accept the fact that time blocking was okay because I was fearful of it. I don't like anybody ruling me. felt that that was really going to box me in. Why did you think that time blocking would box you in? I've tried it in the past. I didn't have the right direction on it. And I felt that I was really letting myself down with guilt if I didn't stick to my schedule. And rather than mess it up and then trying to replace things, I just threw it away and said, I can do this on my own. I don't need someone to show me when to time block. I don't want anybody ruling me. I want to rule my day. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So we get into the course together and your one thing at the time was lead generation, right? 
Was lead generation with a new market center, yes. Okay, so and, and at that point we said, all right, you've got to pick your one thing, that one activity that you can do that will make everything else, at least in this point, your business, easier or unnecessary. And you identified lead gen as that specific one thing. That's what I thought it was, yes. For the first four weeks of us working together, Peggy was so sure that if she could just focus on expanding her business, that everything else would be easier or unnecessary. And the one thing she could do to expand her business was to lead generate every single day. But Peggy began to notice a problem. Every day when she was in her time block for lead generation, she was distracted. It was, it was hard for her to focus on that lead generation during that time. And throughout the day, by the afternoons, she was always exhausted. She was falling asleep in meetings by 3 p.m. And even more scary, when Peggy was in front of clients, she lacked the confidence that she knew she needed. And this was because over the last several decades, she had acquired a series of really unhealthy eating habits. And when she looked in the mirror, she struggled to respect the woman that she saw. It was at that moment that Peggy had a powerful realization. Her lead domino to making everything else easier or unnecessary in her life had nothing to do with her business. It had everything to do with transforming her health first. I had an aha through Facebook and figured out, okay, here's an opportunity to do a boot camp that would make me time block, that would get me into better shape, clear my head, and I would become more powerful with everything that I needed to do here in terms of lead generating, showing up, not falling asleep at three o'clock in the afternoon, kind of when you're sitting in those meetings and you're just nodding your head. Yeah, absolutely. And what, what what's interesting is you were not the only one who about four weeks into their 66-day challenge realized that what they thought their one thing was not actually their lead domino. That was life-changing, that it was a safe environment, a really safe group. And to put it in writing and send it out around the world, literally with our members coming in from all over, not really have met had met any of these people before was kind of like, okay, if I'm struggling and other people are struggling, I'm going to step up and say, it's happening to me too. And once I admitted that, Jeff, it changed everything right there. So talk to me about that. What changed? The fact that it was okay not to know what my time blocking or my one thing was right away, even though I've been a team leader for a while and I have read the one thing over and I teach it, you know, bits and snips in my business meetings, it's different to actually have to practice it. And so I thought to myself, oh, I've read this book a couple of times, you know, in theory, it's great. But when you actually go to practice it, it was scary. It was really, really scary. And I felt inadequate. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with me? Everybody else can do it. How come I can't do it? And the breakthrough, breaking down and then being able to say, wow, this is a challenge and having the support from everybody else, I think not only broke myself through on this, but so many other people. And then it kept me going. So let's dive in. 
to the actual transformation because you finally get that clarity that your one thing really has to be around your own health. What was the specific measurable activity that you tracked for 66 days? First of all, I let everybody know that I was doing this challenge and that I was joining a boot camp. I let everybody know that I had to be out of the office by 5.30, 5.33 at the latest, because if you show up late to the boot camp, you're responsible for everybody else in the club doing burpees. And if you've ever done a burpee, you don't want to <laughs> So there was a huge, I didn't know there was going to be that accountability there, but by letting people in my office know, I would be getting texts from my agents. Hey, I see you're not in your gym clothes yet. Why are you still here? I had to put it out there. I learned that I couldn't keep something like this to myself. Mm, and, And that's a principle that we talk about in the book of enlisting support. I enlisted support with it. And then I posted every day on Facebook. I did a check-in. And on Fridays, I took it to another step and did a Friday video when I finished my last workout with two of my workout buddies, put it out to the world and let people know how much weight I was losing. So I've never done anything like that before. I sometimes call it a fake book. Yeah. And I decided that I needed to go with Reality Facebook and get everybody to help me and support me, enlist my staff, even my OP, Reno. He knew I was going and was encouraging me. I can imagine, and I've been there myself as well, when you you set a personal goal and you may be concerned that if you were to share it with people, that they may judge you. Oh, yeah, huge. What were your fears in enlisting the support of the people around you? The biggest fear was that I wouldn't lose the weight or I would feel that the working out was too time-consuming, too difficult. Um, It's a fear of failure. Mm. Would you also say that that fear of failure probably comes from a lack of commitment, true commitment? Absolutely. I have never done anything like this before. And I really followed the people who have gone before me with MAPS coaching, with, you know, Jay, yourself, Gary, everybody in Keller saying, you've got to put it out there. Otherwise, the accountability is not there. And it's very easy to say, oh, I'm doing X, Y, Z. But when you're actually saying that I'm going to lose weight, mm-hmm. where people can see you daily, that was huge. Mm. The whole lifestyle change, meals, everything. So what ended up happening as a result? Oh my gosh. Well, not only just the transformation on losing the weight, but the clarity, finding out, first of all, that it was okay to time block. That when I took something like this was the biggest challenge for myself. Time blocking has become just a part of my life now. It took a big fear out. And so now time blocking is not a bad thing. It's a really good thing. It works. And, and you know, you, you at week four is when you really made the shift from a business focus to focusing on yourself personally in terms of your 66-day challenge. So you only had six weeks left in our 66-day challenge. What happened in that time? In that six weeks, I had to become so laser focused to do this weight loss challenge that it was 20 pounds in six weeks. It just absolutely coincided with the same time blocking. And I also was able to tell people at the gym what I was doing at work, and I brought it all together. It just 
everything aligned. But I got the support of the group too. I I was able to blog there and um, also be able to encourage other people, I hope in the group to say, hey, it's not as hard as you think it is. And I went a step further and I took that photo of myself the first day leaving my office with my gym clothes on and put it out to you and committed to everyone. So I needed a lot of help and support. Before and after, I love it. So what I'm hearing you say is you got that clarity, you know, four weeks in, you got the clarity, but you would have never gotten that clarity had you begun your 66-day challenge to making something a habit. You get that clarity, you publicly declared it so that you had the accountability, you had the time on your calendar every single day that by 5.30, 5.33 at the latest, you were out and in your gym clothes and on your way to a boot camp. And as a result, in six weeks, you dropped 20 pounds. I did. Yeah. <laughs> That in itself is awesome and and really inspirational. But what really has touched me is not necessarily the weight that you lost, but how the 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 domino effect, if you will, you knocked over that first domino in terms of your health. How has that cascaded into your business? Well, I think in my business, it's cascaded to the point where I show up. My mind is clearer. I have more energy. I'm able to talk about other struggles that other agents might be having. I mean, when you meet people for the first time and you do a deep needs analysis with them, you get into some pretty heavy things when you're on that first appointment with them. And I'm able to pull in what I accomplished and share it with them. And sometimes their problems don't seem as difficult as, you know, what I was facing and the mindset that I was facing and also starting a new life. So it's just given me so much more feeling of being authentic and being able to talk to agents who are concerned and who are frankly scared of having a time block rule their calendar. That's like, I, yeah, we can do this and we can do it together. Awesome. So if you could, I'm huge on taking action because anybody who is watching or listening to this, they've invested their most valuable resource, their time. And unlike money where you can't necessarily guarantee yourself an ROI, your time you can because you can take action. So if you had to encourage people to take one piece of action based on what you've discovered, what would it be? What I discovered was the hardest thing, well, first... I went and, and I built my bunker, so to speak, about going to the gym. I had to actually go to the store and buy gym clothes. And then I had to change all the food in my refrigerator. So once I took those first steps about getting the gym clothes and having the food ready so I could prep it, that was also another time blocking that came into effect, was prepping all the food. Just do it for a couple of days. And then I didn't look at it as six weeks. I said, okay, it's Monday. I can cut out all the white. I can cut out all the sugar today. And then I got through a day and a day and a day. So I really broke it down. I think what was scaring me or, or holding me back from time blocking was looking at it six weeks out. For me, take it day by day. So if I'm hearing you correctly, it's whatever that goal is that you have, instead of looking at it as a whole, ask yourself, what's the one thing you can do today? And just look at it for today and execute for today. Exactly. And if I hadn't gone shopping for the gym clothes, and if I hadn't had all the food the weekend I was going to start it, 
I would have made a lot of excuses. Mm. It cleaned out my refrigerator. I got rid of everything. So I really set myself up for success because there wasn't any other food. I followed their model of a diet. Mm -hmm. So I had to prepare. I love it. I love it. Well, Peggy, thank you so much. Uh, It's been so awesome to see your transformation. And I just, I love your engagement in the group. So keep it up. Thank you, Jeff. I really appreciate all your support too with Jay. Well, there you have it. My conversation with Peggy Delano. When you listen to Peggy, folks, it's it's tough to think that this is a woman who is at rock bottom in her life. That this is a woman who was really down on the prospect for her future. Who struggled with self-confidence. Who, who struggled to find happiness and joy in what she was doing on a day-to-day basis. I put myself in her shoes and I think to suddenly be living in a world where I don't have Amy by my side, where I've unconsciously formed habits that are sabotaging my health, it's painful to even put myself in there. The thing I want to share with you is while Peggy was at such a low place in her life, there were a few specific things she did that completely transformed her to the confident, strong woman that you hear here today. First and foremost, she identified that big goal that she needed to make a change in her life. Her husband was no longer there. She had a series of bad habits and she had a choice. She could do something about it or she could do nothing. And she chose to take action, even though it was scary. She thought at the time that her lead domino was on her business. But the important thing is that most of us struggle with, we, we focus so much on trying to choose the right one thing, when in reality, what matters is simply getting into action. Peggy got into action. She started focusing on her business and she would have never discovered that the true lead domino to her transformation was her health if she hadn't first and foremost started taking action on lead generating in her business. Where is a place in your life right now that you know you need to make a change. You know you deserve to make a change. But you don't act because you question if it's even the right step to take first. We're here to tell you today, folks, take that step. Even if you're not sure if it's the right one, get into action because it will inform your next step and your next step. The next thing that I respect Peggy so much for is that she got vulnerable. She opened herself up to a group of people and publicly declared that, hey, I am on a mission to transforming my health. And the one thing I can do to transform my health is to attend this bootcamp class. And the one thing I can do to attend this bootcamp class is to be out the door by 5.33 p.m. every single day. And please help hold me accountable. This public accountability can be scary. I struggle with it sometimes. It's hard to put yourself out there because you wonder what people will think about you if you fail. Now, Peggy went to one end of the spectrum where she was posting on Facebook. She was shooting before and after photos. If that's you, awesome. If it's not you, that's okay too. But true to the message of the one thing, is there a single person that you feel comfortable with that you can declare your goals, that you can seek support from, that you can seek accountability with. 
Can you start small? Can you think big in terms of your vision for transforming your life and start by acting small? This brings us to the one thing you can do based on this episode, which is think of that big goal you have for yourself. That big goal that you know you need to tackle. You know you need to make meaningful progress on, but for whatever reason, you have failed to do so. Give yourself permission to think big in terms of what you hope to accomplish there. And now can you start by identifying one specific measurable action that you can do today. Not tomorrow, not a week from now, not for 66 consistent days. Can you start like Peggy did by focusing on just getting a win for today? Prove to yourself that you can take action today. That is my call to action for you. When you do this, folks, you start to put one foot in front of the next. Just focus day by day and you will be amazed at the journey that you will take yourself on. So with that, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed the conversation with Peggy. Our goal with this podcast is to show you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. Sometimes that's going to be me telling stories about my interactions with Gary Keller and Jay Papasan. Sometimes that's going to be me reaching out to people that I respect because by no means am I the expert. I am on my journey with you. And I want to take you along with me. And sometimes it's going to be me having conversations with people just like you who dare to take action, who dare to put themselves out there publicly and say, I'm going to try to live this book as well. And for those of you that do that, I want to have conversations with you. I want to explore your experience of wrestling with the one thing and incorporating it into your life. So thank you so much for listening. For those of you who would like to check out our course, Time Blocking Mastery, you can go to gettimeblockingmastery.com and you can learn more about it there. And stay tuned for the next episode where we are going to go behind the scenes, you're going to hear a private conversation I had with the former CEO of Coffee Bean and her story of building Coffee Bean into an empire. With that, thank you so much, and I'll see you all in the next episode. One thing I forgot to mention, if you have not subscribed to the One Thing podcast yet, please do so. Not only will this ensure that all future episodes, like the upcoming one with the former CEO of Coffee Bean, gets delivered to your device automatically, it also helps us rank organically in all of the podcast players so that we can help reach more people and add more impact. If you do subscribe by clicking the button on your phone or on your computer, your device, whatever device it is, take a screenshot of that. And if you email it to contest at the one thing.com, that's with the number one, contest at the one thing.com, we will send you a link back to get a free digital copy of our best selling book, The One Thing. So please make sure you subscribe. It has helped us so much already for those of you who have already done it. It helped us hit the top 10 out of all business podcasts out there, which was amazing. It meant so much to us. Thank you. And if you've already subscribed, please consider leaving us an honest review. We've got so many that have been left already. I've read every single one of them. It means the world to us. So thank you so much. And we'll see you in the next episode. 